Don't trust somebody else to do it all for you. You can't build true wealth by simply being a 401k investor. It's going to take a lot more effort than that. And, and you need to make sure that you're willing to put in the effort to get there. Welcome to the Quiet Wealth Podcast, where we talk about money mindset, how not to be broke, simple step-by-step strategies to conquer your finances, and the entrepreneurial spirit that will get you there. Your host, Camilla Jeffs, has been a student of money for over 20 years. She started out broke and has built real wealth for her family through steps you can copy. Camilla is on a mission to help thousands of people just like you build true financial stability. Welcome back to the Quiet Wealth Podcast. I am excited that you're here. And today we're diving in to how to be an investor and not a spectator. I'm going to tell you a story to start off with, but I want you to stick around to the end because I have five steps for you on how to really do this because I always like to encourage people to get into the game. Let's play the investment game. Let's not just hope. You don't have a hopeful strategy that it's all going to work out in the end. I think if you, when you learn to really take control of it, you're going to be doing very well. So have you recently attended any youth sports. I'm always baffled how the spectators, okay, that's us, right? The moms and dads seem to know better than the coaches and athletes how to play the game. I get that, you know, when I was young, I was a really good soccer player. I was really good at track. I was good at at swim team, you know, so of course I have some skill and some knowledge that I could give to my own child. And of course, I see things that maybe she doesn't see yet because she's young and and whatever, right? But let me tell you this story. So two weeks ago, I attended my daughter's volleyball tournament. She's 12, by the way. So this is these are a bunch of 12-year-old girls who are playing. Parents are yelling at the refs. They yelled at their kids. And one particular set of parents was hollering instructions to their daughter to not pass the ball and instead just simply hit it over herself, right? They were screaming at her. And after like three times in a row, the child turned around and yelled back, coach told me to pass. Now, you would think the parents would stop, but they didn't. And this poor girl, she had to decide if she was going to listen to her parents or the coach. Now, in this situation, the parents were very short-sighted. I mean, I could see their point of view. Their daughter was super tall. She could get the ball over the net if she wanted to. But in the course of play for volleyball, they utilize all three hits that they're allowed to set up a great play. So if someone just simply passes the ball over the net, it's considered a free ball, which the other team then capitalizes on to score a point. Now remember, these are 12-year-olds, so they're not as skilled at capitalizing on the free balls as as maybe your 16-year-olds would be. So perhaps this team could have won the game had the daughter just simply passed the ball over the net, but she would not have elevated her game to play real volleyball. She would not get into the practice of passing to her setter and then positioning herself for a kill. The coach, on the other hand, was more focused on the long term. She knew that by teaching the girls proper technique and strategy, they would be better off at future tournaments, even if that meant sacrificing today. 
So now let's apply this to investing, right? As a spectator, you think you know the best way to win a game. (laughs) You see the game from the sidelines. You want to give advice to those playing the game. You get mad at the ref because she called a foul that you disagreed with. But until you are actually playing the game, you'll never know where to position yourself. The effort it takes to maintain a high level of fitness to even attack the ball and the long-term vision of building a high-functioning team or portfolio, right, to achieve your ultimate goal. So what does it take to get off the sidelines and into the game? Let me give you five steps here. Step one is to invest in you and your skill set. You must get educated. The good news is that there are hundreds of podcasts, books, blogs, and experts who you can really learn from. Step two is to not entrust all your investments to managers or brokers, right? Don't trust somebody else to do it all for you. You can't build true wealth by simply being a 401k investor. It's going to take a lot more effort than that. And, and you need to make sure that you're willing to put in the effort to get there. Step three is to diversify your investments. Now, I know you hear this all the time, right? We're avoiding investing all your money in a single place. The market is unpredictable. You need to have your money spread across many investment vehicles, right? So if you have all of your money in stocks right now, you need to think about expanding outside of stocks to real estate, gold and silver, businesses, something else that you can diversify in your investment. And even by just taking that simple step of of going outside of the stock market puts you in the game, right? I kind of consider most stock market investors are spectator investors. They're not ones that are actually doing anything. And this was my experience, right? I wasn't actually managing my investments. I wasn't you know, digging in deep to, to which funds were investing in what companies. And, and I wasn't reading the financials of every company that I was investing in. So by taking a step outside the stock market, that's when I really got trained to be a real investor and started looking at financials and at where to place my investments, where to position myself so that I can be set up for future success. Step four, manage your risk. Now, typically, the younger you are, the more risk you're willing to take. And keep in mind, all investing is risky. Risk-free investing simply does not exist. So set a limit on how much you're willing to lose on investments and be prepared to lose money occasionally. But it shouldn't discourage you from investing. If we approach life with this lack and fear mindset, we're going to miss out on very beautiful opportunities. So instead of saying, what if it all goes wrong? Say, what if it all goes right? Step five, analyze your mistakes and successes. Both beginners and experts alike make mistakes. Typically, beginners will make more mistakes than experts, and that's fine if you're a beginner. Just expect the mistakes to happen. The truly successful investors learn from those mistakes. I always say that, you know, well, they say that 90% of entrepreneurs fail. But my number is actually 100%. 100% of us fail and we just pick ourselves up and go again. And we try again and we try this and we try that. And so don't be afraid of that failure. Just look back and be like, okay, well, that didn't work. So how can I learn from that? And what can I do differently in the future? 
Now, I'm sure this girl I watched, she'll go on to become a great volleyball player. That is, if she listens to her coach and disciplines herself to not look for the easy win. That's what I have for you today. Thanks for joining. Please share this episode with a friend. We need to share the education to share the wealth. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining us on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other juicy episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, wishing you much success.